It doesn't sound anything like our music. <laughs> okay, well, you do it then. Yeah, but I still don't think that sounded like it. You don't? The, the beginning part, but then the last part. <laughs> that was pretty good. Hello, and welcome to The Orphic. I'm Alyssa with Interdimensional Astrophysics, and here's Michaela with Mariposa Moonchild. What's up? Hello. Hi. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Um, we're also recording this on a Friday, and I learned today that your hair is curly, naturally. Yes, my hair is naturally curly. Today, I have it curly because I washed my hair yesterday. Check out um, on YouTube. And you, yeah, and usually it's like kind of frizzy, so I don't like to wear it curly. You know, you like, you always don't like what you have. I've always wished my hair was straight, although I'm trying to embrace it more, which is why I left it like this Mm -hmm. today. But I'm just, I'm just shocked that I had no idea that that was what your natural hair looked like. Well, I often brush it out, straighten it, and then curl it with a curling iron. And then I only wash my hair about once a week. So then it just just, stays like that. It's so much work to do what you do. But I guess because you leave it in for like that for 10 days, I guess that makes more sense. But I don't know. That's way too much. It's way too much work work for me. I I don't really do anything to my hair like that. Well, you also have straight oh, hair, true. so <laughs> this is my natural. Hair. So you don't, yeah. So you you yeah. don't have to do anything to it, and th- hence why it's like this right now is because I it way it was way too much work to do that today just for the pot. I would never. All right, want to breathe? Tune us in. Yeah, Let's do yeah. some deep breaths. Sure, we can breathe because I need them. So all right. Okay, I need them. Okay, everyone, close your eyes and don't be a dumbass if you can't close your eyes. Feet flat on the ground. If you're able to, hand on your heart. Let's take a couple, probably more than that, deep releasing breaths. So take a deep breath in, fill your lungs all the way to the top. Pause. And when you're ready, open your mouth and release. And do another one just like that. Filling your lungs all the way to the top. You're going to pause a little longer here this time. And when you're ready, release. Letting go of anything negative, anything weighing you down, anything that just feels heavy in this moment to you. Keep breathing just like that. Releasing any stress, fear, tension, or worry. Letting it go with the breath. And moving down your chakra system into the mother, into mother Earth. Letting it wash away, wash over you. One more deep breath together. All the way to the top. Hold. And release anything residual or excess that's left at this time. 
And when you're ready, open your eyes and come back to this moment. Nice. Mm -hmm. We forgot to do that on our last episode. So here it is. All right. Sorry, guys. What's up? Um, it's Friday. Friday. (laughs) Gotta get down on Friday. Which seat should I take? Am I right? (laughs) I was obsessed with that song. It's really good if you think about it. What? That song? It's a good song. It's the beat is catchy. Which seat? Friday. Friday. Get down on Friday. That's all I get. When they played it at the club when I was in college. It was lit. So that they played really? it well because it came out when I was like a junior or senior in college, I think. And they they played that shit out, and we went crazy. I was in high school when that came out. But if that came on at the club, I would be mortified. Like, what do you be like? What do you be? Do you want to dance to Rebecca Black over like Lil well, Wayne? It was just or such like, a jam. Well, get low. We did both, but it was you know it was the parody jam of the year of the month i don't know when it came out should i look up when it came out how do you even dance to that song like college friday, kids would friday friday rebecca black mm. i'd way rather have some hip-hop and drop some ass <laughs> 2011 2011 <laughs> oh, oh my god Jesus. and it was february 10th 2011 so we're almost at the anniversary <laughs> All right. This is not what this podcast was intended to be about. I I was in grade nine in grade 11. I was. Oh, yeah. I was a freshman in college, actually. All right. Well, that was fun. Trip down memory lane. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's up? How are you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty good. I am. I'm feeling pretty good this week. I am on some real new shit with some routines and, you know, it's been it's actually been going really well. I feel like it was a good first trial week of it. So this was kind of initiated. Well, you know, it was really solidified by this Kundalini workshop I went to a week ago and we all like went around and verbally promised some bare minimum workout or not not workout bare minimum like meditation or a kundalini work that we're all going to do every day and i and really the moral of the story was like okay well part of part of the importance of this has to do with the way that kundalini works is it's rewiring your brain patterns and it's rewiring everything in your brain and so it's based on consistency when you do these certain movements every day uh slowly but surely things just change in your life so there's a really important consistent pattern kind of similar to meditation but it's even more specific and more magical and powerful and really the concept that we were all talking about and that the leader of this i'll give her a shout out because i love her pratam sari she's an amazing kundalini teacher and I take her classes all the time. We were talking about how if you can't, if you like try to do instill a new habit in your life that takes less than 10 minutes a day, truly, if you're not doing something, if you try to make a promise yourself, I'm going to do this every day and this thing takes less than 10 minutes and you don't do it, you're just truly an asshole. Like there's really no excuse at a certain point when something takes (sighs) such a short period of time. 
it's like let's be real with ourselves it's this aspect of discipline and this is all so new for me because i had no discipline last year yeah i was like i kind of take that personally actually samsara or whatever her name is (laughs) it's i don't know it worked for me i do take it personally like i'm working with like patience and gentleness and she's just gonna call me an asshole take it up with her (laughs) it's just like you know this there's so many times that we know that we can easily do something and a lot of the times maybe we just choose not to and when you just the idea of adding something so simple and small into your routine truly if you really think about it odds are you have most of the time you would have no excuse not to do it and just working around this concept and just really trying to get real with ourselves and be like no like let's start adding some new habits let's start getting real about improving our lives and let's not take any bullshit from ourselves anymore and personally I'm at a stage where I'm able to do this I was not at a stage where I was able to implement this last year I would have just cried myself to sleep every day and been so mad at myself that I couldn't do this one five minute thing but where I'm at right now is I'm like no I have the discipline or I'm going to start applying the discipline to myself to do it and um, there's this thing in kundalini your sadhana is like your personal practice so it's kind of a set of movements that you commit to yourself doing every day and kundalini yoga is a very personal practice there's these moves and everything but you have your own personal experience with it Mm -hmm. so that's what the sadhana is intended to do and for me i do a three minute now my new thing is doing this three minute addiction meditation where uh you you have to press on the temples of your head and it has to do with yeah, there's you're in, you're inviting new positive thought streams into your brain, into your neural patterning, and it's helped me a lot in the past. So now I'm I'm doing making sure I do it every single day, and then the one I added on after that is called the Sat Kriya, and so what it does is it like sets your navel point. So there's a there's a part of like inhaling. kind of a little breath worky but it's inhaling something but you have to pull in your stomach while you do it so it sets your navel point which is the center of your personal power so it's so there's a huge physicality to it where it's like if you set your navel point in the beginning of the day you're in your power you are in control of yourself the whole day you can't be tossed around Mm. so now i do those two Mm. back to back every single day and i've done it now for this whole week seven days and I'm really committed to it. I'm really serious about it. And it's exciting to see myself take something so seriously or be really serious and disciplined about something. So that's where I'm at. And I also got this app called Streaks where you can document your progress or something that you want to keep do daily It's to document habits and everything. And so it's also mm. satisfying because I'm like, yes, I got my streak on there. And it's like, who am I? Who am I doing these habits don't even recognize myself and that's the point yeah so that's where i'm at on some new shit and how has so i've also been getting you into kundalini a little bit and tell us about your experience with that i mean i think i've done it about three times this week or maybe i did it once last week and twice this week um, so that's pretty good. No, it is it's good. Been, yeah, you gotta, it's been good. You gotta I, ease yourself into it. And it's all about, yeah, it's it's a very personal experience. So it just, yeah, just in, in general, it's like, it's 
the epitome of kundalini is you don't know any you can't have any opinion on it until you try it and until you see how it works for yourself until you have your own experience with it so sorry continue Mm -hmm. definitely i feel like i'm just starting to get into it where it's like you know some more of like the mantras or the different like exercises or the different because i guess it is like yoga so the different like practices that you like to like stack on top of each other um for your own practice so i'm still like learning that a little bit but i have noticed that it really does help regulate and i think there's something that you were talking about it earlier and i just wanted to mention how it's just like it's moving like energy through the body and how that's just like really important because like our emotions get like stuck in our bodies um stress and stuff like that and it's just like this really like potent Mm -hmm. like way of like moving energy out through your body yeah so what did you do uh today of kundalini it's a good question it's probably still up here did you do like the first 30 minutes of a class i did the first 30 minutes of a class this one was called rhythm and power part six by Atma Santok. And it was on, it was one of the first ones that popped up. It was on December 14th was when it was recorded, which is my birthday. Yeah. And it said, and it talked about the navel too. He's talked about, I guess, how the December is a month of the navel. So we talked about that and he said, um... I don't know, something to do with Jupiter and the characteristics of expansion and prosperity. So we're working on third eye, chakra, creativity, digestion. So this one, I would like to finish Mm -hmm. it. I got about 30 minutes in. um, And we did some different ones than what I was used to. Like we did kind of the the beginning tune in or whatever. And then... Um, we did one on our back where you put your one leg up and then with your other leg, you kick your butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. And he said that one was really good for like stability and security and even abundance. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So it's just like, that, yeah, like, bring Those that types in. of practices or this, what, what, my, my, what my teacher says is uh, there's a lot of self-regulation or self-soothing practices where, yeah, where you are kicking your own butt or sometimes you're using your hands to massage yourself or you're hitting your thighs with your own hands. And the way she describes it is there are some things, well, it's true that this is kind of how everything is, but there are some things that only you can be your own healer for yourself. So that's, I just think the, the mentality or the teaching behind that, the things where you're like hitting, you know, you're hitting your own body, stuff like that. You're kicking yourself. Sounds more dangerous than it is, but yeah. Well, yeah, but it's just I like Uh, I like that concept of you saving yourself, you know, you be you healing yourself. Yeah, so he said it was like some type of triangle and it was just like releasing things that were like stuck in the legs. Um, And my legs have been very sore the last couple of days because the last kundalini that I did, there is this one that was like you go into frog and then you like stand up frog squats and we did that over and over oh my god yeah those make your legs burn holy shit yeah so my legs have been really hurting after that i've been really tight apparently that wants to ground it in for money like who doesn't want to bring in some more money so see how that goes um but yeah my legs have been really tight from that so then just like stretching them out today and like kicking the butt made sense and then right after that one it was like where you go up on your 
you know, like you hold your legs up mm-hmm. in the air. And you like put oh, your yeah. hands behind your I'm back. I'm still and you, working like, on that stance. position very much. I can't really, I can't really fully prop myself up like that. But it's a good one. I'm working on that. Yeah, I can get myself like up there, but like he was like, oh, like touch the ground with right. your feet. And you I was like, oh shit. These, so they're yeah. not quite touching the ground. And so I was doing that one back and forth. And that's kind of where I ended right before I thought that I would meditate for yeah. a bit and then uh, hop on the pod. Nice. Well, I'm proud of you for trying something new because that's the hardest part, right? Like getting into some new practice or just just trying it for the hell of it. Um. So yeah. I've been liking it. Yeah, I think I just have to get keep getting into my own practice. And then like a lot of the kundalini, like the sessions are like an hour and a yeah. half. And that kind of seems like long for me right now. But then I think it's like also telling myself that's okay if you only do half yeah. an hour or if you only do this set amount. But yeah, I would like to get into a routine more in the morning of doing it because I do find it does really help like regulate and just like kind of clear your mm-hmm. energy and just like set you up for the day because yeah. I was like I've been kind of stressed out this week I was particularly stressed I want to say Tuesday night mm-hmm. I think Tuesday night and Wednesday morning um and then I did like the kundalini the Wednesday morning and I felt a lot better after that. Like I felt a lot more like regulated and yeah. just like calm and like it didn't, it wasn't like as bothering me as much yeah, anymore. That's good. Yeah. It's like some of the, some of the things you just, you can just have an extremely powerful experience. That's why like for me, I'm trying to make sure I'm motivating myself to continue doing these full classes because there's all these new movements that I've never done or you can just get really really deep into some kind of breath work thing that you like lose yourself a bit and you come back to your body feeling like a new person and it's just you can have these really deep personal experiences within these different movements and that's what I feel like those are the experiences that make me keep going back to it or that you know I have I'll have a really powerful personal experience and I'm like whoa that was amazing that was crazy so it's you build a personal relationship with it but that's good yeah definitely Mm -hmm definitely makes you feel better it helps regulate you and everything so i'm glad that it worked yeah yeah i'm interested to like learn more and dive into it more because it is just very interesting like the techniques and moves of like just like how you move energy and just like tone and a tune it's very interesting and different i asked bryce yesterday i was like will you do kundalini Mm -hmm. with me this weekend so i don't know what he's gonna think about it but We'll see. You should. Yeah, you guys should do you guys should just do like a full class or something or I don't I don't know if he's going to want to do that but Oh, no, 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 no. He will not. No, no, no. That'll be too much for now, but even if we just like yes. do do a little mm-hmm. bit of it cuz he'll be like he'll have a probably a hard time keeping it. Well, I don't know for sure, but so maybe this is just my projection, but I'm um, keeping some of the movements going cuz like I guess for the people listening, like you have to like do things with your mm-hmm. arms or your fingers or like and you just like do them over and yes. over and over and you breathe like <laughs> yeah and you just like keep going and you're just like is this guy gonna ever nope. tell me to stop and you, you just keep going and it's like i it's guess not and you just a keep lot going of and repetition then- and and it's it's a lot of starting a movement and starting a breath work and you not knowing how long you're going to be doing it for and that's the best case scenario it's the best when they don't tell you because then 10 minutes yeah. go by and you're like fuck if i had known that this was going to be i was going to be doing this for 10 minutes I don't know what I would have done because I probably would have done it anyway, but I would have been more pissed about it, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 
So it's a lot of just like mental, just like, well, I guess discipline. Yes. And in your head, like I was yes, telling my, I'd be like, you can do this, you can do this. But then there was like a point where like I literally like my arms just like gave out. I was like, oh, I need to t- take a yeah. break. I even texted uh, Alyssa and was like, is it okay if you just like can't finish it? And she's like, oh, yeah, I do yeah. that all the time. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. I didn't know if I was like the only one. Yeah, just like anything. Put your arms down, take a break, go back in whenever you're ready. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a practice, yeah. so. Nice. Um. So what yeah. else? Anything else going on or anything else helping you through this time? Um, I've been particular. I'm holding it right now. I've been particularly drawn to this stone oh, today. Wasn't expecting you to say which that. Which is weird because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. Like it's been sitting with my crystals. Carnelian? I don't think I've ever picked it up. And you, well, I was going to ask you because you're the crystal queen. So I was going to ask you what you thought it was because I have no idea. I don't know. What I think most it's of carnelian. It's either carnelian or red jasper. It actually looks a little bit more carnelian like to me. It's definitely either car- okay, so carnelian tell- or red jasper. So tell us. Hmm. I'm looking it up. I think. Yeah, I think one of the two. It definitely looks like it could be carnelian. Carnelian sometimes leans a little more orangey. Um, well, no, I think it could be carnelian. I'd have to see. Does it have yeah, any that. like stripes? Because you know how tiger's eye, red tiger's eye would be. That was what I said, right? Is the other thing? Did I say or a red jasper? No, you said oh. red jasper, which I think that's a it possibility. Could be red jasper could or be. red tiger's eye if it see. has, if it has some stripies stripes i feel like it's maybe not probably tiger's eye but it's kind of probably like red jasper more, actually um, i have a feeling that that's what it is but i don't usually ever see it or notice it or pick mm-hmm. it up so it's just kind of funny that I, I picked it up this morning when i was sitting by the fire journaling i just looked at it and just like gravitated towards it and i've actually had it with me ever since oh, well maybe you probably so. need some root chakra grounding maybe well, you know, it's red. It's well, and that's, red. And that's the... F- yeah. And that's um, what the kundalini I was doing was kind of yeah, about, he said. Chakras. So it was really like grounding in security and like stability. Yeah. But did you look it up about what red jasper is? Oh, like the meaning? Or... Yeah. The meaning or what's it, what's it going to help me with? Or is this going to fix my life? I think so. Just put it under your pillow. I'll just put it under my tongue for a couple of days. <laughs> like, it's so funny. when I never even look up... In terms of meanings of crystals, I usually just go by color and chakra because that tends to be a safe bet if, you know, the colors, like, for example, like green or also green... Like, uh, what's that crystal? What's that green crystal? Malachite is green. And it's, like, abundant and it's heart chakra stuff. So the colors tend to correspond to chakras okay ground yourself ground yourself with so reds usually are for grounding and for root chakra ground yourself with red jasper gemstone helps with balance stamina courage strength the stone of endurance Mm. i love that for me love that for you too yeah align with the root chakra inviting you to keep one foot firmly on the floor no matter how high you are flying so stay on the ground bitch 
which that's relevant. I could use some grounding. You've been probably your nervous system life. has been a little on the fritz, so yeah. Yeah, so with that, um, I'm good. I'm feeling a little bit more regulated after my kundalini this morning and my meditation and my practice. Um, However, I'm working through some wedding planning stuff right now, (laughs) particularly with my mother. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into all of it because I feel like that's probably not appropriate for the podcast, but I'm sure that anyone out there that's listening that has done a wedding that probably also has a mother. <laughs> but sometimes stuff like this comes up. So at this point in my experience, I'm just feeling very overwhelmed and very frustrated and very stressed out. Um, also with my relationship with her a little bit to do with this. So I am doing my best on navigating how to move through that. Also, because I we also talked about some other things this week where it's just like my inner child wants to scream yeah. and freak out like a teenager. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Like we had parallel triggers that are completely different topics, but I had something come up this week too, and it, with my parents, and it was just this like, yeah, I was just my I wanted to resort to some teenager passive aggressive shit and just be like well fine well now like like yeah yeah well Well, that's how i felt too is like (laughs) very like yeah that inner child that comes up that's just like "Eh, fuck you (laughs) yep that's how i felt anyway so i'm like learning to like kind of sit with that and like see my inner child and like sit with like what's coming up but at the same time not get like over like, I guess, like, overwhelmed in it. I mean, I am overwhelmed, but, like, I mean, not overwhelmed. That wasn't the right word. Like, overtaken by my emotions and being reactive. That's what I'm trying right. to, like, focus on. It's what is the, like, um, most graceful way to respond, which is which holds up my truth, but is also gentle and graceful, like mm-hmm. I said. So, and that's a practice and that's what I'm like also learning to do a little bit right now. Yeah. And so, cause like, what did your mentor say? You asked him for some help. Yeah. Well, so I spoke to my mentor about this and I sent him some very long voice memos. So shout out to him. Appreciate you. Love you. And I am, I don't know if I've talked, I think I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but I have finished my Sophia, um, code book. Oh, a dog. Just sorry. (laughs) The spirit talking to you again? (laughs) Uh, Spirit's always talking to me. Always. Even when I have sessions with clients, I just recently had a session with a client and I would just like stop talking and I'm like, sorry. Anyways. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm kind of like that, but it's not a bad thing. It's just the way I am. No, I've seen a dog like running around. So kind of like close to our backyard. So I was just checking that out. Nice. Because my window's open for this like beautiful lighting. However, I finished um, the Sophia Code. So my study with that, I mean, I'm very much not finished that, but I'm finished the reading of it, still doing integration. And um, there's a lot more stuff to do with those overnighting mentors. However, I finished the reading. So now my next study is the Gene Keys. Mm-hmm. Bryce got you that for Christmas, right? 
Bryce did get this for me for Christmas. Yes. I had um, a PDF file from my mentor that I'd been reading off for a while, but I really wanted a book copy so that I could read it at night and not have to like strain my yeah. eyes from looking at a screen or like take on the blue mm-hmm. light. I've been trying to. Actually, I shouldn't say this. In my head, I've been like, you should limit your blue light before you go to bed. Yeah, um, am I really trying to do that? I don't right. know. I know. <laughs> but but it, the amount of times I'm like, I'm not going to look at my, who am I getting? I'm just scrolling the reels <laughs> right before bed. I mean, like every, all day, every day, my phone is on night mode or like, yeah. So like, yeah, that where it's a little redder. Yes. Yes. So my phone's always like that, which I think like limits blue light or takes that Mm -hmm. away. Um, But then it's like harder with like the TV or something like, especially if you're like, oh, let's just like chill and like watch a movie before bed or watch a TV show before bed, which is like pretty customary. Like everyone does that, Um, but not so great for the eyes. (laughs) So I need to look into some blue light glasses, I think maybe for that. That is a thing. That is a thing. I seen some recently, but they said it, it. They were like one hundred and twenty dollars, and they filtered out thirty percent. And I'm like, is that normal? That doesn't. I don't know what the normal amount for it to filter out is, but yeah, I would think all of it. I thought that's right? the whole fucking point. Hundred <laughs> percent or nothing. Exactly. Just like life, you give it all or <laughs> all nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> all or nothing. Okay. So, anyways, my next point of study is the gene keys and i am still learning very much about the gene keys but we'll talk about what my um, mentor said to me specifically so he listened to me very graciously and he said um take some time to slow down take some time to be still then connect respond and read these Four gene keys and all the answers that you seek will be in these gene keys. Yeah, that was very specific. I was like, okay, well, tell us. Wait, so... He's always like this. So just for some context for a second, the gene keys that he told you to read are those... Okay, gene keys, it's similar to human design as far as I know. Stuff that has to do with your birth chart and things, uh, what aspects of your body and your, your DNA that's either turned on or not turned on, stuff like that. So everyone yeah. has a, a, a signature makeup. Like a chart. So the ones that he told you to read were those like he knows that that's in your chart and, and you're reading like I'm this type of way or something and that's what's going to help you or was he just having you read like general ones that was what i was curious about i haven't actually checked yet if they're in my chart but i my chart is actually up on my tab so i can look at that in a second um however a lot of the time they aren't necessarily in my chart because we also move through the gene keys collectively oh i don't know that yes so collectively we'll be in a different energy of the gene keys and it's really interesting because last week or when we had our ascension episode i believe we were in around there we were in a gene keys of ascension because i had a lot of questions about ascension too and i actually reached out to my mentor and was like what is ascension because i was just curious to hear his explanation of it and he's like well we're actually in the gene keys of ascension right now if you want to like read it And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know there was a Gene Keys of Ascension. That's to me too. That's cool. 
and I like that our so we, we go timed with that on the podcast last week. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that is really cool that we did that. So in your chart, and maybe I'll pull up my chart in a second. So yeah, each person has a chart that's generated for them, similar to astrology, but different, or like it's very similar to human design. I don't really know what the differences are, but there are some differences, mm-hmm. um, but very similar. So there's like 64 overall gene keys, and they all correlate to yeah, literal like DNA in your body. Like this one that I just flipped through through two literally says like the codon ring, the ring of purification. Then it says physiology, solar plexus digestion, and then um, your amino acid is glutamine. So it's very biological yeah. as well as, I don't know. I don't know what the other word would be. Spiritual. Um, so it's very interesting. So, so yes, yeah, so you not everyone, we, as a collective, we move through all of these and you probably will experience them all, but there's different ones placed in different spots of your chart, but then those charts have different meanings. So I'm going to look at the charts in a second, but I'm just going to go look at the ones that he told me to read. So he said, and this happens a lot where I like, will come to him with something and he's just like, ah, read Gene Keys 20. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm like okay. he's like, turn to page 124, third paragraph. And he just disappears into the abyss. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He He's exactly that like mind. that. It's crazy. Cause I'm just like, how do you, I'm like, how do you know what all of these are? But he's been in this study for a while. I know this study is going to be really important to me. The Gene Keys, like this guy, Richard Rudd just like channeled this book and like, it is fucking pure genius like it is so genius awesome. but anyways yeah, i will get to the ones that he that he told me to read because i'm just gonna see what they say because i feel like it's important so he said the 38th the gene key which is the warrior of light so the sidai um is honor the gift is perseverance and the shadow is struggle and then sometimes the gene keys like go together mm-hmm. So then he's like, and then the 39th one, the Sidai is, so I'm going to like also double check what it, the Sidai means. I think it kind of means like um, once you transcend through like the shadow and the gift, like the overarching thing, and then like that's what you like are now, it's in your DNA, is the Sidai. So that would be liberation and you're just there now. It's like, it's like unlocked and it's just like a part of you. That's my interpretation. I don't really know for sure because I'm still... Uh, learning a lot about Mm -hmm. this but interesting enough i just said i turned to the 39th gene key and it's the tension of transcendence which is kind of funny because i just said transcendence Mm. and the sidai is liberation the gift is dynam dynamism how do you say that dynamism dynamism i didn't even know that was a word like Like, dynamic is a word but it's dynamic in ism form yeah, it's D-Y-N-A-M-I-S-M. Dynamism? Yeah. Dynamism? Like, I feel like I should pronounce that better. Anyways, and the shadow is provocation. 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 Provocation? Pro- yeah. Gene Key's just making um, up words out here. Come on. <laughs> I guess so. And then even that, like, it's like the physiology, adrenals, amino acids, serene. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting because, like, the amino acids are, like, right on your DNA, um, and then he said the fourth and the 49th. So let's go to 49th first. The 49th is shadow is reaction. Oh, go mm. figure. 
Um, gift is revolution. Sidai is rebirth. And then the fourth one goes with that one. There's 64 all together. So I have lots of studying to do today. The fourth gene key, the universal panacea, whatever that is. Shadow is intolerance. Gift is understanding. Sidai is forgiveness. This is an interesting concept with the three different things. So one, so shadow, gift, and then the Sidai. Is that what it was? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, so it's like the the negative side of the polarity the positive side of the polarity and then it's almost like the neutral the the lesson of the polarity right i think so i think that's kind of when you read when you like reach just like is like you just are that like you know what i mean Mm. i'm gonna try to see if i can find something that speaks to what the siddai means a little bit more because this is also important to me as i'm learning that makes sense And like the front of the book, the gene keys, embracing your higher purpose. And like here, like I, I'm, I haven't even read the beginning. I think I need to read the beginning before I like get into all the gene keys. But even here, it, like we're we're looking at a cell, people. Like this is like a cell in your body. Oh, it's like breaking it down. So I think that's really cool, especially with us like often talking about like bringing spirituality and science together. Mm-hmm. Like this very much like does that yeah. for those people that kind of like that like practical mm-hmm. part of it is, yeah okay cool. the three classic paths to truth concentration contemplation meditation leads to embodiment okay here we go so the shadows so the shadows are your passage through the underworld Ooh. so lock keys and codes the path from the shadow to the sidai When you work with the shadow gene keys, you are working with real physiological fears lodged deep into your subconscious. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. It definitely makes sense. Okay. The 64 gifts, the opening of your heart. The higher the frequency of your DNA, the more sensitive you become to the energy fields around you. I mean, I obviously can't read all of this, so I'm just... Okay, the Siddai. So the Siddai is an encyclopedia of enlightenment. Mm. Which is interesting. I'm trying to see. In this ability of DNA to weave light around itself that reveals its true hidden role within your body, to act as a superconductor whose sole purpose is to exponentially increase the frequency passing in and out of your body. So let me just see if I can find something quick on the Siddai. As your contemplation of the gene keys continues to deepen and activate the gifts in your life, your frequency becomes gradually higher and more refined. At a certain point in this process, contemplation spontaneously gives way to absorption. Absorption is a very high frequency state of consciousness in which your DNA begins to trigger your endocrine system to secrete certain rarefied hormones on a continual basis. These hormones, which include... Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say them all. Are associated with higher brain functioning and involve states of spiritual illumination and transcendence. Absorption can only occur when your aura is generating a frequency high enough to continually feed off its own electromagnetic field. 
At such a stage, it is no longer possible to be drawn back into the lower frequencies for more than brief periods of time. Both the gift frequency and the Siddhi frequency involve quantum leaps in consciousness. The group consciousness of humanity stands po poised to make the huge transition out of the shadow frequency and into a newly stabilized awareness in the gift frequency. This is what will catalyze a global gen genetic mutation. At the same time, there's another far smaller group of human beings poised to make the transition from the gift to the Siddhi frequency. The word Siddhi comes from the Sanskrit meaning divine gift. These exist much. These exists much ancient lore surrounding the Siddhis. There's even an established tradition that states that exactly 64 of them. In the context of the Gene Keys, the 64 Siddhis are the biological expressions of the ultimate human state of enlightenment. They are quite literally an encyclopedia of the many expressions of spiritual realization. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah, this is cool. It's like the biology of, of what's going on and what they said that there's people that there's a global change in dna so that's fitting from our ascension episodes because yeah yeah it's and i think we should um do another episode where we kind of tag on to that episode of the ascension yeah. episode because we didn't even talk about the human dna changing yeah. i don't think no. and that's something that's really cool and i really want to talk yeah. about too um and that's very much like what the gene keys is talking about because like our dna is changing to like hold this higher frequency that we're ascending yeah. into so like on a biological level we're not going to have like these shadows of violence mm -hmm. or hate or greed or whatever it is even like biologically like in our dna like it's just not gonna exist it's just not gonna be possible mm -hmm. so it's pretty fucking cool yeah and part of and the body is like things from past lives or past life traumas and stuff like that that gets lodged in your physical blueprint too so it's like those things are being cleared out too by the light and it's yeah so much is changing in the body with with dna and it's yeah. it's so cool and there's also the fact that we have that scientists say that 95 percent of our dna is junk dna and i had this conversation like it was funny i at the my friend's christmas party i was talking to uh this girl's boyfriend who's doing his phd uh in biology and i was asking him and i had just finished my phd too and i was asking him about his research and he does stuff with dna and so then of course like i cornered him and i was like okay i have a question so they say that we have 95 <laughs> and it's just so classic like my friends just hear me in the corner talking to someone about like dna and aliens and they're like oh yeah this is just doing her thing uh <laughs> so i was like i asked okay I, let me just say, I basically got unofficial confirmation that there was external tampering with our DNA. And he gave the answer. And so I, I was just asking him if there was, I was saying how what I've learned from ancient aliens. Okay, whoa. Yeah, you said he confirmed that there's been external tampering. Yes. Like you can't just like, like that's crazy. He did. But they say they have, you know, they have some asleep biology term for it. He, he did not say that it was aliens. I was like, well... What if there was other DNA? Who did it? <laughs> this guy was not. That's insane, though. He, That's like huge. He said in some other extremely scientific way. I think I was also a little drunk during this conversation. He said in some probably in some scientific way that 
there i think that he oh my god i totally forgot what he was attributing it to something with there was some there was something that inter there was not may he probably didn't use the word intervene because that would have given me too much rope with me trying to insist that it was otherworldly dna that intervened he's had some other explanation for it but he really did in reading in between the lines he really did confirm that something is weird with our dna and the fact that it's so perfect in the way that it is there's a lot of mysteries around that. So we'll circle back to this conversation. Oh, yeah. But I just, it was cool talking to someone that is studying and getting their PhD in DNA. I was like, ah, once I, once I heard what it, what it was about, I was like, I have a question for you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the DNA is very, very interesting. Um, there's certainly a lot of mysteries around that. I want to, does that, does that kind of answer your question about like the Sidai, what that actually is? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I want, yeah, I will. I mean, there's a lot more, but mm-hmm. uh, I want to look up my profile and just kind of give what, why is it limited? That's strange. Sorry, I'm just going on. Mm-hmm. I set like a limit on my phone oh. for like going on things yeah, and stuff good. for in the morning, but it, but it shouldn't be limited right now. It's just being slow. Um, I'm just going to. I have it pulled up on my browser site too. I also pulled up Bryce's the other day because I'm gonna get into your head, buddy. <laughs> but <laughs> time to know all of your secrets. <laughs> um, I have mine pulled up here, but but I want to actually show it what it looks like uh, on the YouTube, and that's kind of hard to do on my browser. So I can put in a picture yeah so just oh yeah we could do that but i'll just show it quick so this is just like what a random chart looks like up here and then so looking at i think this is mine yeah this is my chart i won't use bryce's because it's probably a little bit invasive Um, so I'm still learning how to actually like read a chart and even what it means, but however, I seen this. So if you, I guess this looks kind of hard for the people, um, your activation is like these green like bubbles. So there's like purpose at the bottom and then it goes to radiance and then evolution and then your life's work at the top. And then there's your Venus, which goes to purpose, attraction, IQ, EQ, SQ, core, and then your pearl, which goes vocation, pearl, culture, brand. I, I'm still very much learning these things. But so then, let me see. For me, my life's work is the Sidai is invisibility. The gift is artfulness. Your and the Siddai, shadow is pride. Your Sidai is invi- invisibility? Yes. Whoa. What does that mean? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I haven't even I haven't even read that one yet. Sneaky sneaky. So that's that's kind of interesting, yeah. It's like Especially because it's it's the sit eye. It's not like an it's not like negative invisible. It's right. like it's like it's like that's where you wanna be. It's like some new ascended perspective of enlightenment. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, nothing nothing super so crazy like be- that. Or maybe um, your cool. activation, which I said before, it would be your gene. Yes, your Venus is your love, 
and your pearl is your prosperity. So yeah, I don't know. If anyone is interested to learn more, you can like generate your own chart. Just if you go to like genekeys.com, you can just like make your own free profile. And then there's like a lot of ways to like learn more and stuff. But yeah, it's generated. And then it gives a little thing. So like here it says my purpose, so it deeply fulfills me. So that's my gene key 36. It gives me a little spiel on that. Mm-hmm. Same with my radiance. What keeps me healthy is gene key six. Um, my evolution, what I'm here to learn is gene key 45 and my life's work. What I'm here to do is gene key 26. Nice. Anyways. Yeah. So maybe on another episode you can bring up yours. Yeah. I'd be curious to see about it. I can talk for a second about my thing, aspect, aspects of my human design that are very characteristic for me like in so human design is similar to astrology similar to gene keys but it's just more specific i don't know it's probably similar amounts of specific to gene keys but at least so in my human design my my aura human design sets gives these five different types of auras and so since i'm a manifester my aura is repelling so it's it's super it was so enlightening when i learned all about my human design it was really one of those journeys that i was like wow my life makes a lot more sense it was one of those things which Mm -hmm. was always fun because part of the repelling manifester human design is that there's a subconscious it's a huge thing which we were just talking about this today for and yesterday for me it's a huge thing of can't be controlled by other people it's a huge unpredictability thing it's like we're unpredictable. We're just always extremely independent, just going to be somewhere here one second, gone the next. And so what's the most interesting about this, though, is the subconscious effect that your aura has on other people. So manifestors, because of our closed repelling aura, people can feel threatened by us like and not know why. But it's this subconscious. It's not like a jealousy thing. It's this subconscious. I don't know what you're going to do next. You're unpredictable to me. And because I don't know what you're about to do, I'm threatened or I'm taken aback by you. Are you just a manifester? Yeah. I'm a generator. Yeah, you're a manifesting generator. There's manifester, manifesting generator, generator, projector. I don't think so. I think I'm pure generator. Oh, you're a, oh, you're a, you're a generator, right, right? You're not a manifesting generator, yeah. right? And no. the other thing, like you you were just saying in Gene Keys, I want to look at my Gene Keys now too. Well, not right now, but I will. It's yeah. so in human design, you have this one specific, I think there's like 150 different options of your cross, your certain cross, which has your whole like life trajectory. And so mine is the right angle cross of tension, which means that I'm kind of here to cause tension which makes sense and mm, it, <laughs> i am too that's the scorpio yeah. in me and well i what i was gonna say too is it reminds me of i had an astrology reading with the peace dealer shout out that my brother shout got out me for my phd and what was he said part of what he said about my chart was he was like your very existence is controversial and i was like yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so just kind of a lot of these these themes of of tension and just stirring the pot in my chart, in my human design. Um, yeah, I just I think I love human design though. I think the stuff about the auras is so cool because yeah, each type has a has a different aura that goes along with it, and it just feels yeah feels really accurate. Yeah, 
I should definitely get you into Gene Keys because your scientific computer mind will figure it out a lot quicker than me. Um, That'd be cool. I take a little bit longer to like understand things, but yeah, the, it, and they very much like go together. Like even this, I have this picture on my phone of my like Gene Keys chart, and like in the corners, like I'm pretty sure is a human design chart. So yeah, I think they I, do I very did. much go together because this is my Gene Keys, and it says pure generator right on yeah. it, and then my um, line would be six two role model and hermit because mm-hmm. what's what oh yeah what i'm lines? a one three i'm an investigative martyr and so the one i lead with my purpose is needing to know more information is on constantly on the search for knowledge and for information which that makes sense yeah so that was yep, that checks out another thing that that, that resonated checks. yeah when i looked at my gene keys chart i do believe yeah, it's very similar to human design or it's like it it has the mm-hmm. same shape, shapes or something like that. Yeah, it 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 does. Cuz and then cuz here's my human design, it's pulled up too. Yeah. Oh, and it's we so how does human design work? How like some are like shaded in and some have colors yeah. and some aren't? Like what does all that mean? Yeah. Do you even know? Mm-hmm. So when so what's filled in means that um there's aspects i believe so it has to do with what is conscious and unconscious okay well at least the 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 colors and depending on there's two different there's two different there's the conscious and unconscious aspects of yourself in general it has to do with what if you were read this specific explanation, like some things resonate to your conscious mind because you recognize them in yourself. And then there's a whole other shadow aspect. So it is similar in that sense. But the shadow aspect is things that you don't even know about yourself yet. So things that are true for you, but you Mm. kind of discover them along the way in your life. So they're not, they're not in the forefront of your conscious. So it's like conscious and unconscious aspects. And I think too in human design it's like one is set by one is set by what exactly what your chart would be 90 days before your birth and one is set on at your moment of birth. Yes, that's that's the same. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm, because, I'm which is wild right now. Cuz yes, September 17th, 1995 and I was looking at it. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. It's so that's, yeah. which is just that opens up so many other doors of like what the hell how does that work when it comes to your soul incarnating and choosing. Yeah. So it's like I think your soul chooses the exact day 90 days before. I think there is a whole lot more precision going on up there in soul oh, unborn yeah. baby land <laughs> than we than we think. I, I think Baby it's set one. maybe by the soul. I mean, it is. It makes me think of that, the, makes sense. Of that movie Soul. So I'm like thinking of that little I like ghosty blob that that's like up there. And he's like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I love that movie. I want to watch that again. It's it's super cute. I love it. I think we're going to be watching some Disney movies this weekend. Yeah. Bryce just got Disney Plus. So yeah, they should have everything on there, right? Yeah, Netflix was getting a little lame. I know. Netflix is lame. I only like New Girl on there. Well, I need like 
give me something give me something reality tv right now like love is blind the ultimatum give me something mm-hmm. well love is blind There's nothing love is blind is coming with the after the altar soon the like three there's gonna be three episodes that were a um catch up from and when's that when's that happening february 10th oh that's mm-hmm. great i'm excited that that's really good and like um i think like i keep seeing too hot to handle pop up i hate too hot to handle oh me too i only watched the first season and uh it was just weird nah, not a, not a fan yeah my friends i remember my friends were watching the, the second season and it was like everyone was like oh have you watched have you like caught up and i'm like oh i guess i never really cared about cared enough i started the second season and also i guess hate was a strong word i'm exaggerating but like i don't not my favorite um yeah i watched the first one too and the first one was okay because it was like a new thing you didn't really know what was happening um and then i started the second one and i was like wow this is really dumb Mm. and i stopped watching and i've just never been able to pick it up like a couple times i've put it on in the background while i've literally been on my computer or my phone like actually doing work and i never paid attention to any of it and now i just don't even put it on i don't even want to keep making them and like there's no way like how do these people not know that they're going on this show like how are they so surprised when it's like this is too hot to handle they're like ah fuck like whatever you're gonna be a fucking <laughs> influencer after this anyway i know, I know. there is a rant there over. is a new one coming out though that's gonna be like a whole one of those netflix one but it's a conglomeration of all these reality all these people from love is blind to how to handle like so i'm excited about that it's coming out soon oh interesting that's weird though because it's also kind of like you had your chance yeah well that's the point it's like it's like it's like paradise it's like bachelor in paradise for netflix love shows interesting <laughs> even the bat have you started watching the bachelor this season I'm watching every week of course of course Anyways, this is right. not a reality TV pod, so we don't need to start recapping <laughs> All right, that. next week Sorry, we're recapping Bachelor episode <laughs> four. Well, I'm not actually watching it, so that might be kind of tough. <laughs> that will be tough in that case. Um... All right, so I think that we're... <laughs> I think that's where we're going to wrap for today. This was a nice, chill little episode, a little catch-up, Kundalini, Gene Keys me harassing someone at a party to um tell me about why our dna is of alien origin just of those those two amino acids those kinds of things yeah yeah happy friday guys yeah um all right so we're gonna wrap there and thank you for listening make sure to rate review subscribe find us on youtube subscribe over there uh definitely give us a rating and review and yeah follow us on our instagram at the orphic podcast as well as follow Alyssa at interdimensional dot physics yeah interdimensional dot astrophysics yeah. follow me at mariposa moonchild nice and yeah please like our videos and comment and subscribe because it really really helps us out and we really 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 appreciate you mm-hmm. and because that would be your good deed of it the would day be your good deed thanks and grab a friend's phone and also subscribe <laughs> i'm yes, sure do that they grab would love your grandma's phone they would love this information <laughs> right force it upon them force it upon them and and also rate it on their yeah. phone yeah exactly that's that's mainly what we mean all right so Thank you for being here and we will catch you next time. Bye. Peace.